waiting all year long for November to come along. Freezing rain and the chance of snow, and that bitter wind starts to blow. With the busted rod and a hard coat run and the pressure falling down, it's all lining up like the perfect storm. I got the perfect stand for a northwest wind and the moon is on the rise. This is gonna be one of those hunts to remember. Sweet November. Sweet November. Welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on KWSN. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agree. And it is November, which for a lot of people, that means deer hunting, but for a lot of people, too, that also means uh, continuing on with the pheasant season in South Dakota. We got Chris Hall, first time I got outdoors, South Dakota Game, Fish, and Parks. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. If it was, if I was any better, I'd probably have to be in jail. <laughs> so <laughs> you're... Uh, your daytime gig is with South Dakota Game Fish and Parks, and yes, sir. You, you have a couple other, I think you called them side hustles, uh, <laughs> yeah. that also involve the outdoors, So, uh, which include pheasants. So uh, talking pheasants would be a great, great topic on this segment. You know, the pheasant season has been going on for a little while, but a lot of people feel that right now is when it really starts to get good. Why is that? It really is, and and I hunt, you know, from the first day I can till the last day I can, and it really is for me. This is the time where we're we're really gearing up. It's a lot of things for me. It's the dogs. The dogs are are they've kind of got that early season idioticness out of their way, but it, it's the weather, it's the temperature, and if you talk to any like hardcore pheasant hunter, man, those first couple snows that scrambles even the smartest roosters, and you want to be out there, but. It, for me, it's, it's a lot of things, but mainly it's that, that cool weather. You know, birds are starting to bunch up a little bit. They might get wilder, but if you if you put in your time, you're going to find them and you're going to shoot. Hey, Chris, what's your advice to folks who are heading out this time of the year? I know that the ponds are starting to freeze up a little bit. You know, we've got a little snow cover. All those things you right. mentioned, what are our highest odd, you know, locations for finding birds this time of the year? For me, like, it always seemed like, when those sloughs get thick enough to walk on, you have so much more habitat now to hunt, right? And and if you hunt it the right way, you're hunting quiet. You're hunting obviously into the wind. You're picking the right times where those birds are in that heavy, heavy cover. And it just seems to put those odds in your favor. But for me, it really is that when those sloughs freeze, I have hundreds of more acres to hunt that. And you can go hit those really, really heavy cattail sloughs, those edges. You know, maybe you find those flues that are close to a pit cornfield or, or some, some other heavy kind of cover that they can they can um, overnight in or roost in. That, that to me, is like the ultimate key to a lot of my late season hunting, especially up in that neck of the woods. So I would think that there's a lot of hunters that come later season, you know, they kind of start backing away from it. Uh, you know, I don't know if they think that a lot of the birds are already shot or or what it is or the birds are smarter but realistically there's a lot less hunters out there because of that which really increases the odds for anybody that wants to get out for sure and and you know it goes back to and we were just talking about it the other day there's so many traditions in whether it's deer hunting or pheasant hunting or or you know a fishing opener or or those things and those traditions are centered around those first couple weeks of the season primarily right when the weather's a little bit nicer 
Um, you know, you're not going to run into a 16 inch snow and, and maybe strand you for a week in Gackle, North Dakota or something, you know, it's so much, so fewer people, people are now focused on deer hunting, maybe switching to ice fishing and stuff. And you can go out and hit some of those prime, prime public areas, or even call your landowner back and go, I want to come back and pheasant hunt. And they're going to say, what, you know, we haven't thought about that for two weeks. So yeah, for me, the late season stuff is, is it only gets better. Hey, you know what? I'm not speaking for the rest of the world, but there are worse places to be stranded in than Gackle, North Dakota, oh, or, or some of the, the communities like that. But Absolutely. <laughs> they're going to treat you like family, and you're going to eat good, man. I'm telling you. That's right. That's right. Hey, Chris, how are numbers throughout South Dakota as far as the pheasant populations look? You know, I, I talk to a lot of people every week about coming in and hunting and from, you know, my Uncle Bob, who lives up in Siskiyou, who's a diehard pheasant hunter, he was just down. I'm out of Pier, but he was in Pier. He came and hunted with me, and he goes, man, this is as good as it's been in 15 years. Uh, talking to some of my friends in Aberdeen, some of my landowner friends and hunter friends, they're like, we still got all kinds of birds that aren't even really educated yet. And then you start moving moving south, um, Pier area. That, that's this first snowstorm, my office was a, was a ghost town because people were like, yeah, we're going, we're hitting, you know, we're hitting these areas that we, we – maybe get pounded but this snow scrambles them right and and all the way down into winter in mitchell and, and kennebec and vivian and it, it seems like in talking to people they're all like hey this is this is good this is really good so i you know you always hear the people well we came and and you know there's some of that grumbling and stuff but man it they've been fewer and farther between this year first part of the season the first half of the season uh the weather was extremely nice you know we had yeah. such a nice nice fall uh, almost possibly too nice by some too people's, nice for sure. some people's yep. standards. Uh, did that increase participation? Did that get a lot more people out, although harvest may not have been quite as good? But, you know, down down in this country, most of the crops were out by opener, and that always leads to better success, you know. Um, but our, our numbers, our license numbers are up from last year. I think that's part of an and I always kind of joke. I do, like, I get to go to Pheasant Fest and some of the big sports shows. I've been to the Fargo sports show and stuff. And when I talk to our, like, our non-resident diehard pheasant hunters, they know the stats and they know our weather and they know the stuff that's on our GFT website better than I know it because they look forward to those trips, you know. If you're living in Bloomington, Minnesota, and I've talked to a lot of hunters from the, the metro area, they're, like, counting the days. I mean, they're showing me maps of where they've hunted. They, they tell me where they stay. I know the same people, you know. So they're, they're really educated on it. But I think this weather eh, – and just the idea that we had a good summer. Now, we had some drought west of here and a few other places. But I, I think, you know, people track that and they know, okay, there's there's good bird numbers. You know, I'm, I've been talking to my landowners. The weather is way too nice, by the way. Not just too nice, but way too nice. And and they came and, and, and we had good numbers again, good participation and, and good bird numbers for sure. So how long does the season go, Chris? I'm not really exactly... Uh, 100% up we, on the South Dakota seasons. We can go, I think this year it's like January 1st or January 3rd, something like that. Or let me look. I've got it right in front of me here somewhere. But, yeah, we extended that season a little bit. And, and you know, honestly, if you get, get some weather in, in January and you can go out and hit it, you know, that last weekend of the season, that can be so much fun because people are looking at you like you're crazy. And you kind of are, but you know that, God, I'm feeding these dogs for another you know, another six months before we can go. Oh, we go to the end of January this year. I'm sorry, I was wrong. So yeah, all the way through January. So we extended that a couple of years ago. I I am picturing in my mind 
a uh, cast and blast, not your traditional fall cast and blast where you're duck or goose hunting and then fishing in your boat yep. during the day, but uh, pheasant hunting and then doing some ice fishing. Uh, Absolutely. That would be I very do. Durable or very durable. I, I, yes, I do it. We do it a lot, whether it's pan fishing and stuff in the Fort Pier National Grasslands or, or like even on the Missouri River, if we get some good ice on Oahe or Lake Sharp, we'll go out and, and uh, fish in the morning and then jump out and hunt for a couple hours and then get back in the shack and warm up and, and uh, you know, and fish. And we do it a lot and it's a blast. People think we're crazy, but it, it's a long day. I'm not as young as I used to be and I'm not as mad at as mad at them as I used to be, but it's, it's certainly doable for sure. So you had earlier mentioned uh, a lot of the out-of-state hunters and how educated they are on the areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of that has to do with your daytime employers, South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. Where can people find information if they want to plan a trip, uh, if they're out-of-state or even if they're in-state and, right. and they want information, where can they look? If you go to gfp.sd.gov and click pheasant, there's just about anything you can imagine in there from from maps to, you know, um, harvest surveys by county. And, and you can go look at where all the public ground is and then kind of cross-reference, you know, how many pheasants did they shoot last year? And, and you know, just kind of really, you can kind of, it's all interconnected. And, and if you go there and click pheasant, you'll find just about anything, anything you can imagine and anything you need. And if you can't find it, uh, my my email is all over that website, so they can find me and click on me and give me a shout that way, too. This is Chris Hall, South Dakota, Game, Fish, and Parks. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors, sir. Yeah, man, thanks for having or me. I appreciate the heck out of it. Stick around. We'll be back with more Gone Outdoors after this break. It's all lining up.